This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, overcast, 69 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday, it's the 30th of March, 2022. Rich Mulders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we are under a tornado watch. In fact, about two-thirds of the state is under this tornado watch. Conway County, Perry County, Pope County, Faulkner County, Yale, Van Buren, all included in this event. And there's also a wind advisory in effect today. Southerly winds up to 25 miles an hour, gusts over 40 miles an hour are expected for portions of central, eastern, north, central, southeast, southwest, and western Arkansas. That's pretty much the entire state. And that goes on until 7 o'clock tonight. So, of course, a tornado watch means that conditions are favorable for an outbreak of tornadoes in the state. As for the wind advisory, we know the winds are happening for sure. And these strong and sustained winds will make travel extremely hazardous for high-profile vehicles. They'll create hazardous boating conditions on area bodies of water. There could be downed trees and limbs, which could result in power outages. Outdoor possessions should be secured or brought inside if possible. So keep an eye on your trash cans, other items that could be blown over. So we've had some periods of heavy rainfall overnight already. Looking at the radar, we'll see a band of heavy rainfall around 9.30 this morning. That event looks like it'll stick around for about two and a half hours and move off to the east, though we could see a stray thunderstorm or two this afternoon. By the time it's all over, we could get one to two inches of rainfall. Now we'll see some clearing tonight. Again, we'll still have that wind advisory in effect, but the winds will die down overnight, our low 41. Sunshine Thursday with a high of 60. Could have some gusty winds around 25 miles an hour. Thursday night, clear, a low of 36 with gusty winds. And Friday, some calm winds, some sunshine, and a high in the mid-60s. Right now, we have clouds 69 at the KVOM studios. And we send out congratulations to our employee of the day. It's Donna Spence at Moralton Intermediate School. Obituary announcements this morning. Jimmy Howard Bo Davidson, age 85, of Plummerville, died Monday, March 28th. He was saved at a young age, was a member of Mount Pleasant Missionary Baptist Church for over 60 years, where he was ordained as a deacon. He served as a USDA federal meat inspector at Pettyjean Meats in Moralton for 40 years. He was a dedicated member of the Plummerville Masonic Lodge No. 253, where he served in various offices. He served a term as chaplain of the Grand Lodge of Arkansas and was a 32nd degree Mason. He also had a connection to KVOM Radio, where he accompanied his longtime friend Harold Nichols to many football games and assisted with statistics for the broadcasts. He is survived by his daughters, Nancy Hart and Judy Biggers, both of Springfield, daughter-in-law Kathy Davidson of Little Rock, nine grandchildren, 13 great-grandchildren, his sisters Barbara Davidson of Moralton and Peggy Smith of Hill Creek, and sister-in-law Wilma Branton of Sherwood. Funeral service for Jimmy Howard Bo Davidson will be Thursday, March 31st, 2 p.m. at Mount Pleasant Missionary Baptist Church with Brother Todd West and Brother Jesse Hales officiating. The burial will be at Kilgore Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Carolyn J. Harmon, age 80 of Conway, died Saturday, March 26th. Funeral service will be Thursday, March 31st, 2 p.m. at Y Mountain United Methodist Church with Brother Ron Bird, Brother Randall Bird, and Brother Richard Gifford officiating. Burial will be at Y Mountain Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 
The family will receive friends tonight from 6 until 8 o'clock at the funeral home. George Cleo McNeil, age 84, of Perryville, died Saturday. Funeral service will be Friday, April 1st at 2 p.m. at First Baptist Church in Perryville with Brother Lacey Minnie and Brother Will Doty officiating. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Burial will be at Nimrod Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home. 735, overcast, 69 degrees at the KVOM studios. No warm-up expected today. We're under a tornado watch until 1 o'clock this afternoon, and we'll be under a wind advisory all day as we're watching out for severe thunderstorms. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. 737, we're under a tornado watch and a wind advisory. 69 degrees with overcast skies at the KVOM studios. After a national search, the Winthrop Rockefeller Institute Board of Directors has named Janet Harris as the next executive director CEO of the nonprofit. She will assume the role April 1st. Harris will succeed current Executive Director-CEO Dr. Marta Lloyd, who retires March 31st. Harris has served at the Winthrop Rockefeller Institute since 2016, first as Director of Programs, followed by a promotion to Chief Programs and Marketing Officer in 2018. She currently serves as Chief Strategy Officer, a role she's held for two years. Harris's achievements at the Institute include development of strong collaborative teams, building and executing convening services aligned with mission, and envisioning creative marketing and technology strategies to tell the story of Governor Winthrop Rockefeller and the Institute's impact. Before joining the Institute, Harris spent 20 years as a public administration professional in Arkansas, holding several executive leadership roles in state government. Harris holds a Master of Public Administration from the University of Arkansas at Little Rock and a Bachelor of Science in Public Administration from the University of Central Arkansas, where she also played varsity basketball for the UCA Sugar Bears. She was named the Distinguished Alumnus for the UCA Department of Political Science in 2016 and is an alumna of the Arkansas State Chamber of Commerce's Leadership Arkansas, Class 11. She's currently pursuing an executive certificate in nonprofit leadership from the Kennedy School of Government at Harvard University. A Cleburne County man is being held at the Pope County Jail after allegedly firing a gun at an Arkansas State Trooper Monday night. The incident occurred around 8.30 along Arkansas Highway 124, near the intersection with Highway 326 north of Russellville. The State Trooper, assigned to patrol duties in the area, had located a pickup truck off the highway in a ditch. As the Trooper exited the patrol vehicle, 31-year-old Landon Lloyd of Drasco reportedly began shooting at the Trooper, who then took cover and returned fire. Lloyd fled on foot into a wooded area, but was apprehended a short time later by the trooper and a Pope County Sheriff's deputy. Neither Lloyd nor the trooper were wounded in the exchange of gunfire. Consistent with Arkansas State Police policies and procedures,
The trooper has been placed on paid administrative leave, while the State Police Criminal Investigation Division conducts a use of deadly force investigation, which will be turned over to the Pope County Prosecuting Attorney to use in determining whether the use of deadly force by a law enforcement officer was consistent with Arkansas laws. The identity of the trooper is being withheld at this time while he meets with his family and provides a statement to CID special agents. Lloyd is being held at the Pope County Jail on a charge of attempted capital murder. The Conway County Fire Department is pleased to announce the Plummerville Fire Department will begin offering first responder service to the city of Plummerville and surrounding areas of unincorporated Conway County to include Interstate 40 beginning Friday, April 1st. This is part of a new partnership and mutual aid agreement between the Plummerville Fire Department and Conway County Fire Department that was implemented in late 2021, which County Judge Jimmy Hart says should benefit all citizens of Conway County. The county and city holding hands and working together, I think, is an awfully good thing. You know, that's, that's what we're all about. Plumville, they come to the table. I think that's a, obviously a grand slam because nobody's probably closer to that section of Interstate 40 than they are. So I'm glad to hear that. I mean, that's, that's just good. It's good collaboration. It's good cooperation. Every way you look at that, that's a win-win for citizens of Conway County. In addition to first responder services, the City of Plummerville Fire Department will provide emergency backup and automatic backup to portions of the Sardis, Hill Creek, and Menifee Fire Districts. Under the new agreement, the Conway County Fire Department provided first responder, emergency medical, vehicle extrication, and fire protection training to responders within the City of Plummerville at no cost. The Plummerville Fire Department has invested approximately $10,000 in new startup supplies and upgrades. This new service will enhance existing emergency response capabilities to the citizens and businesses of Plummerville and Conway County. The Downtown Church of Christ in Moralton is announcing the collection of 101 boxes of supplies to be sent to the Ukraine refugees in Poland. Church and community members brought donations to the church last Saturday, but if you'd like to donate, there is still time. These supplies will be sent from Moralton to a church in Pigott on April 10th. In addition to the supplies, there were many cash donations, and the church wishes to thank everyone who had a part in this mission work. An Arkansas judge said Tuesday he will not stay his decision that struck down as unconstitutional four new voting laws approved by the Republican-led legislature last year. Pulaski County Circuit Judge Wendell Griffin denied Republican Attorney General Leslie Rutledge's motion for a stay of his permanent injunction earlier this month against the laws the legislature approved last year. Rutledge had asked for the stay when she appealed Griffin's injunction. The measures struck down include a change to the state's voter ID law that removed the option for voters to sign an affidavit affirming their identities if they could not present photo identification at the polls. The other blocked measures prevent anyone other than voters from being within 100 feet of a polling place, require an absentee voter's signature on a ballot to match the signature on their voter registration application, and move up the deadline for voters to return absentee ballots in person. Now 7.43, let's check our markets. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. markets closed sharply higher across major indexes today as optimism is building around the potential for de-escalation in the Russia-Ukraine crisis. Russian negotiators indicated talks between the two sides were constructive and Russia may take steps to sharply cut military operations around the capital city of Kyiv. Markets reacted favorably globally as recent lagging sectors like technology and real estate were up over 2% on the, on the day. Major European indexes were also up over 3%. 
commodity prices, including oil and wheat, fell modestly, with WTI crude oil down near $105 levels. Traditional safe haven assets like gold and the U.S. dollar were also lower today as markets embraced a more risk-on tone. Meanwhile, the VIX volatility index also fell by nearly 4%, back down to 19 levels. The Dow closed at 35,294, up 338 points. NASDAQ closed at 14,619, up 264 points. Volume was heavy as 1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 12 cents at $23.99. Bank of America was down 11 cents at $43.44. Centerpoint Energy was up 42 cents at $30.80. Deering Company was down $19.69 at $412.92. Energy Corporation was up $1.03 at $116.37. Under Armour was up $0.40 cents at $16.25. Simmons Bank was up $0.51 cents at $27.66. Regions Financial was up $0.20 cents at $23.23. Southwestern Energy was down $0.29 cents at $7. Tyson Foods was up $2.05 at $88.82. Walmart was up $1.23 at $147.23. LiveRamp was up $1.86 at $39.48. Interpublic Group was up $1.18 at $37.19. NextEra Energy was up $0.19 at $84.62. Natural Gas was down $0.25 at $5.25. Precious Metals were lower. Gold was down $21.70 at $1,918.10. Silver was down $0.28 at $24.92. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. On our community calendar, the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon-cutting at Melba Peach Candle Company at 224 Railroad Avenue in Moralton, Thursday at 11 a.m. Mountain View Baptist Church atop Wolverton Mountain will hold its fifth Thursday night gospel singing. Thursday night at 7, a potluck meal will follow the singing, and all are welcome. Pre-registration for grades K-12 through for the 2022-23 school year is open at Sacred Heart Catholic School in Moralton. New students who pre-register by this Friday will qualify for a discounted pre-registration fee of $30 per child. The fee increases to $50 after that date. To pre-register your child in any grade, visit sacredheartmoralton.org or pick up a registration form from the school office. The Forestry Division of the Arkansas Department of Agriculture will be giving away 800 free trees outside the Garden Center at Walmart in Moralton Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. There is a limit of five free trees per person. They'll be given away on a first-come, first-served basis. The Conway County Election Commission meets Friday at noon in the first-floor conference room at the courthouse in Moralton, and the Moralton Knights of Columbus will host their annual fish fry Friday at the hall at 808 North Cedar Street. Takeouts and dine-in are available from 5 to 7 p.m. Dine-in meals with all-you-can-eat catfish, fries, hush puppies, and slaw are $15, $8 for kids 6 to 12, and free for kids five and under. Takeout meals are $12. Well, more and more folks are finding it convenient to listen to KVOM's Newswatch on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. You can listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday 
and is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 748, overcast, 69 degrees at the KVOM studios. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 751 now in KVOM with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Sophomore Luke Garner, seniors Casey Jones and Braden Garrett and junior Maddox Hogan all had multiple hits as Marlton High School baseball team improved its record to 8-0 on the season and won its 4A4 conference opener on Tuesday, beating Heber Springs 11-6 at Devil Dog Yard. Garner picked up his fourth win of the season on the mound for the Devil Dogs, who will play at Dardanelle on Friday, and a game will broadcast live on Motown Radio. Junior Olivia Self had a grand slam for her third home run of the season, while seniors Taylor Berry, Marley Heidreich, and Lakin Lawrence had two hits apiece to lead the Marlton High School softball team to a 15-3 win over Heber Springs and therefore a four-conference opener on Tuesday in Marlton. Berry allowed just one hit with eight strikeouts in the five-inning complete game to get the win for the Devil Dogs, who are now 7-3 and three overall. 1-0 in the conference. They'll continue conference play at Dardanelle on Thursday in a game we'll broadcast live on Motown Radio. Senior Christian Rodello had a two-run double, and senior Logan Harper had a two-run single in a five-run sixth inning that propelled the Nemo Vista baseball team to a 6-5 win over Sacred Heart in a 1-A-4 conference game in Center Ridge on Tuesday. Harper and senior Cordell Sims each had two hits for the Red Hawks. Senior Wesley Honeycutt earned the win for Nemo Vista, pitching the final three innings in relief of Sims with eight strikeouts. With the win, the Red Hawks improved to 6-4 overall on the season, 3-0 in conference play. Segerhart was led at the plate by senior Griffin Tessing with three hits, including two cripples and an RBI, and freshman Lane Jones, who had two hits and three RBIs. Junior Weber Holzman had two hits and an RBI for the Knights, who fall to 1-4 overall, 0-3 in the conference with a loss. Sagerhart will play in a tournament at Perryville this weekend. Nemo Vista will host Bradford for a non-conference game on Thursday. The Nemo Vista softball team out hit Sacred Heart 9-2 and took advantage of five walks and seven Sacred Heart errors to beat the Lady Knights 17-2 in a 1-4 conference game on Tuesday in Center Ridge. With that win, the Lady Redhawks now 2-5 overall in the season, 2-1 in conference play. The Lady Knights fall to 1-5 overall, 0-4 in the conference. Sagerhart will play at Conway Christian for a non-conference game on Thursday. Nemo Vista continues conference play at Mount Vernon Nola on Friday. The Wonderview softball team dropped its record to 3-4 overall, 2-2 in 1A4 conference play with a loss on the road to Mount Vernon Nola on Tuesday. Lady Daredevils returned home to face Guy Perkins on Friday. The number two ranked University of Arkansas baseball team used three home runs to overcome an early six-run deficit and defeat Little Rock 16-8 last night in Fayetteville. The Razorbacks and Trojans are scheduled to play again today at Baumwalker Stadium. Take a look at weather now on this Wednesday, stormy Wednesday. We've got a tornado watch in effect until 1 p.m. for most of the state. A wind advisory also in effect until 7 p.m. as we're expecting very strong winds with these thunderstorms. And there you go. Once again, just issued now tornado warning for, again, that's 
parts of Johnson County, Newton County, and North Central Pope County, which is now in effect. So that is tornado warning for those areas. As uh, again, we do have the chance of severe thunderstorms all day. Actually, 90% chance overall. Uh, showers and thunderstorms for one, and then showers likely with heavy rainfall in the afternoon. And some storms. Uh, could be severe damaging winds and heavy rain possibilities when gusting as high as 35 miles per hour today with this storm and rainfall between one and two inches possible today for our area. So a lot of rain, strong winds, and again, tornado uh, wide effect for most of the state and just issued that tornado warning for again parts of Johnson and Newton and now Pope counties included in that. Rain chances then will continue into tonight before things clear overnight. Overnight low around 41 degrees. High near 71, but we're uh, upper 60s already, so not going to warm a whole lot. And going to throw strong winds. Uh, it'll feel a little bit cooler than that today. Uh, but uh, Next couple days, though, looking nice after this moves out this evening. We'll have sunny skies tomorrow with a high near 60. Mid-30s for the low Thursday night, so a very cold night. And then mid 60s with sunshine expected on friday that is weather forecast again we'll continue to monitor potential for severe thunderstorms and again that tornado uh, watch for most of the state in effect tornado warning now uh, for again parts of johnson uh, northern uh, johnson county southwest newton county north central polk county uh, now in effect in Marlton, we do have clouds, not raining at the moment. We did get 12 one-hundredths inches of rain uh, thus far this morning. Our high yesterday, by the way, 79 degrees. Low this morning, 66. Sunset this evening, 7.30. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. And currently 68 degrees in Marlton, 7.58 now on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.